everyone. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Community Connections. I'm joined today by my host, Emily Thomas. Hey guys, welcome. Thank you for listening. And our special guest today is um, Reggie Leak from Communities and Schools at Thomasville High School. And he is a student support specialist, and he's coming on today to discuss um, some of the programs and some of the things that they do for our underserved uh, youth uh, in Davidson County and specifically Thomasville. So thank you, Reggie, for coming on with us today. Thank you all for having me. So I guess we'll just start, Reggie, if you wouldn't mind explaining a little bit about what you do in your role, and then we'll Mm -hmm. kind of talk about um, communities and schools in general. Okay. So I'm a student support specialist here at Thomasville High School, and we have representatives um, at the middle school, um, the primary school, and also our elementary schools. And what what we do is we um, surround our kids and our families with a community of support different types of support to help them graduate from high school. And um, those supports range from um, supply, school supplies to food in the house. Sometimes we help with bill payments, anything that they need that would potentially distract them from, from giving their best effort in the classroom. We try to fill that void. That's awesome. And how does someone, like how does a student get connected with you? How do you guys find who you work with? Well, we have a a system and uh, if a kid has poor attendance, poor behavior, or uh, poor coursework, uh, they can be recommended by a teacher or if it's it's a child that I know is is continually getting into trouble, um, they can be recommended uh, to be a part of our caseload. And about how many students do you specifically serve at Thomasville High School? Right now, I have 20 on my caseload, but that 20, uh, we serve all of our students, really. I have 20 that I focus on um, in terms of we have to keep some type of record of progress for our national office. Uh, But we serve any student that needs help, we serve them. Um, So, and my caseload is supposed to be 40. But with this coat with this COVID thing going around, it's been a little hard to to fill spots because it involves contacting parents, uh, getting an okay from those parents to be a part of the caseload and things things like that. So our loads are a little bit lighter than normal this year. I think that's incredible because a lot of times, like poor attendance or bad grades, is met with like punishment, and that doesn't benefit anybody. It, it most of the time makes things worse. So I think that's a great. Yeah concept and the school that I went to didn't have a service like that so I think that's great that that's an opportunity that's an option for them I think that uh well a lot of times from a teacher perspective but because their focus is in the classroom they don't realize that uh little Johnny doesn't have uh, his necessary tools because his family can't afford him or because or he didn't have his homework because they don't have any lights in the house. And that's kind of where we come in. All right. How has you, you were talking about the challenges that COVID has mm-hmm. um, presented to meeting the needs of your students. Mm-hmm. How has that changed, um, you know, since the pandemic has, has started? Well, typically it's easy for me to talk to my kids because they're right here in school and I can just go get them out of class. So now um, we have to make contact through phone calls and emails and that type of thing. And, you don't always get a response. Sometimes the phone, they don't have phone service. 
And uh, sometimes they are struggling with Wi-Fi service. So we're meeting a, a, a few different challenges now. Have you found that a lot of the problems have increased since COVID? Like since they don't get to come to school and or how has that affected students? I think it has increased. But to be totally honest, I think that it has um, some of the problems existed before. It's just that now with COVID, it's, it's kind of easy to easier to see. And, and it kind of gives the illusion that because I'm not on campus, um, I'm not doing my work. But then if you really go back and look at things, they some of them wasn't doing their work when we were on campus. So you have to, I think a big part of helping people, period, is we have to get them to a place of honesty first. Now, there are some cases where, I mean, we got a couple of kids that are really going through some things because they are not able to be on campus and be around their friends and socialize. So that is a very real issue. Yeah, I think that's um, one of the you know, I know it's talked about quite a bit, but maybe sometimes it's under-recognized um, consequences of everything that we've gone through over the last year is um, our ability to um, meet people's needs where they're at, which is easier done in the school where you have more control over the environment. But that must be that much more difficult when um, your phone call is the only contact you have with them, not them sitting in a classroom or not them being on campus for eight hours a day. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about, um, I, I know you've said that there's a lot of services that you offer, so we don't have to really cover all of them, but more talk to us about, um, how it is that you serve our students, um, you know, in Thomasville specifically, like what is it that you've been able to provide for them that has helped them in a way that, um, you know, without your organization, they would not be getting the help that they need. Well, specifically, we have two programs here at the high school that have done very well with our students. And one is called the Man Cave and the other is called Women of Standard. And they both work the same way. And that provides a place for kids to come and talk in a real manner with us. And so what I do with my young men in the man cave and also um, we, we currently don't have a, a lady to run our um, women of standard program. But in the past, when they come in, we let them know, listen, you can talk to me as if you're talking to your big brother or your friend. You, you know, uh, I don't know how uh, politically correct it is to say this right now, but I tell mine, if you need to curse or scream or shout, do that because we have to get to the root of these issues. And so we give them that freedom through programs like men, uh, the man cave and women of standard. Um, we also have programs throughout our school system that involve um, uh, cooking classes, uh, different things that they normally wouldn't be exposed to coming from their env environment. And hopefully what we, we, we try to do with those programs is to connect them with the part of themselves that they've never seen to kind of help boost their uh, self-esteem. I think that's really such a great program. And it's, it sounds so simple, like just to give them a place to kind of open up and express themselves. But 
a lot of kids do not have that. And I think that's such a vital part of figuring out who you are and what you want to do. So I think that I feel like that should be like instilled in the school system in general and it's not. So uh, that's great that you guys are providing that space for, for people. That's true. And you know, um, our program, it, it is a national program and, um, we as student support specialists, uh, we have to do our part in terms of keeping those programs going and keeping up with our record keeping in order to um, maintain our certifications. So um, just like Emily just said, um, I think these programs should be a part of all schools and not, not necessarily through CIS if you don't have that in your town or wherever your school is. Um, it would be great if we could kind of organize this through all, all school systems. So you were mentioning that it is a national program and that you all are a specific, um, would you say, chapter of that program? Yes, yes. Yeah. And so how do how does this program operate? Obviously underneath the national umbrella, but sort of how do you um, exist in the school? How does, how does that um, play out in Davidson County? Uh, so what we do, uh, each chapter has a director. Um, um, Ricky Murphy is, is our director here in Thomasville. And um, so according to the national plan, there, there's a plan for doing things. Um, the formula is A, B, C plus P. Again, it's uh, attendance, behavior, coursework, and parental engagement is what the P is. And so you, you follow those uh, parameters or that plan and then individually as a chapter, you just kind of add um, your own little special twist to it, depending on what the problems are. Each each school system doesn't necessarily face the same problem. So depending on your problems, depending on the demographic of your uh, school, your, your kids, it can kind of be tweaked a little bit. And I know that you probably have lots of um, great relationships with the, the the kids that you've worked with, but yeah. if you don't mind, without maybe divulging too much personally, can you give us a story of uh, one that has really had an impact on you? Well, um, I have a kid that uh, he's a 10th grader now, but if you saw him, you probably think he was 19 or 20 years old. And um, he had a problem with... Uh, his, his, his behavior in class was caused by, um, he had been diagnosed with uh, ADD, uh, something along that nature. But what he realized as a, as a middle schooler was that the medicine that they had him on kept him unresponsive. He said he felt like a zombie. Um, and so he wouldn't, he stopped taking his medicine. And he continued to get in trouble. He continued to get in trouble. And by the time I got to him, once I got hired here at the high school uh, as a ninth grader, um, I was able to talk to him about being responsible for himself. And um, I let him know that if he was, if he was uh, attached to things enough to know that this medicine is doing me more harm than good, I just kind of challenged him to make that same uh, recognition or realization about what you do with your energy while you are in class and how to handle that. And he has made great strides. Uh, he, he calls me away from school. Sometimes he'll call and check on me, Mr. Leak, how you doing? And you know, that's crazy. And so he, that, that particular case right now is what 
keeps me doing this when you start seeing success. That's very cool. That's an yeah. awesome story. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, so if, if, if we're talking about how do we support a program like this, how does this program operate? What would you say to people? I would say be willing to volunteer your time, um, be willing to um, spend some, some personal time with our kids, maybe find uh, one of our kids that maybe you can identify with uh, from your childhood. Maybe there's a kid that, that his situation or her situation mirrors what one of our volunteers went through growing up. And uh, so I would say volunteering, um, I would say donations um, uh, at the central office here in Thomasville, uh, Thomasville City School Central Office uh, is where you can um, locate Mr. Murphy and to, to make donations. Now we have, uh, you can donate for our food drive, which we have a, uh, an, a what we call a pantry where we, we got like three freezers and a, a room full of uh, non-perishable food that we use to give to our families. So you can donate to that. We also have what's called an emergency fund you can donate to that we use these funds to help um, keep our kids, keep their lights on, uh, keep their rent paid when they need it, if they need it, keep the water running so that there is, I can't say no excuse, but so that so that we can keep them as close to being in a positive light as possible in terms of making it to and from school in a healthy, not just physical sense, but mental sense also. And is there a website or phone number that um, people can call to find out more information? Um, if you, the website is cis.org. Uh, and that's for the, that's for the national site. We have a, uh, uh, Instagram page here in Thomasville, which, um, sadly, <laughs> I can't tell you what the, the, the at is for that. But, uh, again, our Cindy Lane is our secretary. Ricky Murphy is our uh, director and he's at our uh, central office here in Thomasville, Thomasville city schools, 474, 4200. Four seven four forty two hundred. Okay, well, Reggie, I, I appreciate so much your time coming on with us today, yeah. and uh, you know the work that that you all do in our schools is imperative, mm -hmm. and it helps us um, create youth that are ready to enter the the, the world, especially one um, with all the challenges that we're facing here in twenty twenty one, of which there are, are, are a number. So again, thank you so much for the work that you do and coming on with us today. I appreciate y'all for having me. And I kind of, uh, I can sympathize with you guys too a little bit. My mom ran a funeral home for about 20 years. So, you know, I've seen some things growing up. Well, again, um, you know, if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, subscribe, and uh, follow us on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Thank y'all.